1: 104s Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Saoirse Long.
2: Coming up for you tonight on the show is monogamy a thing of the past. I mean, do you think you would be happier in a relationship with several other people and not just the one? So it's obviously, you know, it's called polygamy. It's uh, taking off amongst a lot of younger people as well. And you're going to hear tonight from a girl called Alex who is in a polyamorous relationship and she'll be explaining to you why she thinks you might actually prefer it and like it a lot better than being stuck with the one person for the rest of your life. Also, you are able to send a cardboard cutout of a... of a willy anonymously to anyone in the world. We're going to be chatting to the guys behind that business and that website. They may have a discount code for you as well. So if there's someone in your life that you feel needs to know they're a bit of a... All of that coming up a little bit after 10 o'clock this evening here on FM104. And we're doing something fairly daunting for the Mind Your Noggin Day this Friday. As you know, we're trying to raise as much money as possible for Jigsaw, who are a mental health uh, charity. Very important, particularly this current situation we're in at the moment. So we'll explain more about exactly what we're doing uh, a little bit, uh, in about half an hour's time here on the show. So all those details. Get in touch. Let us know what you're at again this evening. It's 0876797104. 0876797104.
3: This is
1: Room 104 with Cormac Moore and Rainless Goo. FM
3: 104.
2: Sorry, every, every day and every week, I just completely forget that Rainless Goo is in there. It is, of course, Sir Shalong. Who, Can who I just it? say,
4: by the way, I'm interrupting you already, but every single day since Rainless Goo dropped, our single dropped, and, you know, it has one verse, it's lovely, it's great, but Jacinta, who listens to the show, sends me a different verse every single day <laughs> that she's made up. <laughs> So honestly, we have a full song now. We need to get back into that and uh, get that up and running because um, some of the lyrics she has are amazing.
2: Oh, okay. We'll we'll, we'll promise, promise. That'll be done this week and then we can get back to the normal, we can get back to the normal, you know, uh, just normal intro header for the show. It's just the the button here in front of me. It's big and it's yellow. It's the only one I ever click. So listen, next week we'll get back to...
1: This is Room 104 with Cormac and Saoirse. FM
4: 104. To be honest, I won't know when to come in. What do you and mean I'm so I'm so used to hearing Rainless yeah, Goo, yeah. I know that's me. So I've kind of just adapted that name now.
2: Yeah, again, long story short, if you know what Rainless Goo is Happy Days, if you have just tuned in Rainless Goo is an anagram of Saoirse Long's name and it's evolved into her becoming an urban ghetto street rap artist and we've, we've half a song uh, we've half a song written but I'm just going to need to get back into the studio and you know just clear out the outside world And I'll, I'll tell you what I need to do is get off TikTok, that's exactly what I need to do to have any sort of productivity, I don't know about you but I'm slowly getting completely addicted and find myself just sitting on the couch staring into space, flicking through TikToks for hours on end
4: Yeah no I'm doing that as well, hours and hours and hours on end, now I haven't created I have created my own TikTok videos yet, but um, I did come across this challenge that everyone seems to be doing with their kids at the moment, where they're making them wait a minute before they eat the biscuits on the table. Did you see this?
2: What kind of crazy child abuse challenge is this?
4: Yeah, but it's it's that effect. I think it's how intelligent is your child if they can hold off for a minute and not eat the, the goodies while you leave the room, then it shows that they're, I don't know, there was a study done
2: years uh, ago. Uh, and uh, I'd, I'd be kind of like, them, they're, yeah. they're, they're a little bit stupid. I'd be like, if your kid isn't taking what he wants in life, I'd be worried. I'd be like, hang on a second now. If he's just sitting back and has no drive, what are you doing? Is that that a thing? Parents are tormenting their kids with like the nicest of food in front of them. Ah, lads.
4: So I've been watching them all weekend. And of course, I'm isolating with Subo. So I was like, well, I'm going to try it with her. (laughs) Oh. So I tried it with her and I failed miserably. I mean, I put the, the treats down. I left and after two seconds, she was eating them. Now I did record it. I stuck it on Instagram for people to see. And she is such a... You know what? She literally stared at the camera while eating her treats. Not a care in the world. Just shows how ruthless cats are.
2: Yeah, I think... I don't know. Can you train cats in the same way that you can train dogs?
4: Now, someone told me you can train a cat to use the toilet, but I don't think you can train them to not eat the treats in front of them.
2: Yeah, anyway. I don't even think you can really treat most humans. <clears throat> I wouldn't be able to do that challenge. If food in front of you. I'm just like, it's hoover. It's gone. Good luck. See you, bye.
4: Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that didn't work out well, but that was my highlight of my weekend. Anyway. Yeah, you know that was Saturday night peak. I, I did that at about three in the morning, and it was more people were more concerned that I was up at three a.m. doing a challenge with my cat uh, <laughs> than the, the fact that I was doing the actual thing itself. But uh, yeah, well, you said before time means nothing. We're just oh, at the moment,
2: like,
4: yeah, in a circle.
2: Well, the only the only good thing is today is obviously yeah
4: phase one went ahead, actually, funnily enough, I went for a walk, weirdly, I got up at 10am, don't ask why, went for a walk, and there was teenagers standing now, isolated, obviously, Oh, go on, give out about them, be
2: a big girl when no, give out about the teenagers here. I can't believe,
4: what teenager wants to get up at 10am to meet oh, their friends?
2: I know, I know, I know, what they were actually on a rollover from the night before, so they weren't up, they were just going home.
4: <laughs> from where?
2: I don't know, from, from a field <laughs> somewhere, <thing>. Yeah. <laughs>
4: But anyway, I just thought it was funny that um, no matter what, even if I hadn't seen my friends all summer, when I was sixteen, there's no way I'd be getting up at ten (laughs) a.m. Not a hope. uh, No, it was
2: good. Yeah, no, I'm pretty much convinced that you know when you're a teenager, your body clock isn't set to. I'm going to argue with myself to make my lazy teenager seem a little bit more excusable. You know that when you were a teenager, you're just you're tired. Your brain is going through so many changes. You're you're constantly all over the shop. You, You need a little bit of little bit of sleep. You know.
4: Yeah, exactly. So, what were they doing up at ten am? I don't
2: know. But do you what know what they, they might have been doing? Were they out at B and Q? Is this where you passed them in a big no, queue out but in I B and Q?
4: Did see the queues there again? I am sorry, but does anybody really need to be there that badly? I think they, I, I
2: think they do. Yeah. For what? For stuff in the back garden that you're going to keep yourself occupied with for the for the next couple of weeks, so you don't it go outside.
4: Pissing rain. They were standing actually, there, yeah. what looked like an hour's queue just to go into a a hardware shop. No.
2: Uh, I saw right. I saw the I saw the videos. You might have seen the videos that are doing the rounds online. It's up on F 104s Instagram and other social media channels. But you've probably got them sent in your WhatsApp anyway. You saw the videos of the uh, the B and Q queues and the other Woody's queues and everywhere else that was open today. And the first couple of seconds of the video, I was like, Ah, would you come on? Would you stop moaning? Because it was you know panning from left to right and showed a queue, like in a normal enough queue, considering that everyone has to be two meters apart, whatever, and they're, they're limiting the amount of people that can go to the shop at one time. Blah blah blah. And then it just kept panning around into <laughs> the car park. It's like, oh, good God. Oh, yeah.
4: Wow. Yeah. Yeah,
2: it kept going. Now, listen, I have driven up to, you know, Dunn's and Aldi and Tesco's. And if there's a queue out the door, I just continue driving. I'm like, we're going hungry tonight because I I just cannot stand. I hate queuing anyway. So I'm just like, now listen, we'll leave it. It's fine.
4: Yeah. Especially the weekend. You just don't go supermarket shopping on a weekend.
2: No, no. But. Well, everyone was pretending to be w- working from home today. They were actually out in B&Q doing a bit of shopping. So, it's, if you were out there this morning, right, if you snuck out to B&Q, will, will you let us know uh, how long was the queue and what exactly did you buy uh, and what are you planning on doing? But, um, right, like, in fairness, B&Q, had, like, if there was stuff wrong in your gaff, like if you needed light bulbs or you needed, what else did they sell it in? Maybe the essential item, a barbecue. People need barbecues, Sure. We're coming yeah. into the summer now. Uh, that's you know an essential what? item, so I'd cube for a barbecue maybe.
4: I think Wednesday it's meant to be 22 degrees, so uh, there's meant to be a heat wave coming. So you do need a barbecue. But uh, seriously, would you be arsed? I just wouldn't.
2: Uh, and do you know so the funny. other thing about? Do you know what else is happening on uh, on Wednesday? What? What's reopening Wednesday? on Wednesday? Oh, <gasps> McDonald's hottest day of the year, McDonald's. Yeah. <gasps>
4: oh, that is. Oh, Sorry God, for the annoying exactly. Miami DJ horn. <laughs> No, it needs that. We need to play that all day, every day until it opens. Uh, I don't know which locations are opening yet because they haven't really confirmed it, I don't think. Not that I've seen anyway. But I will 100% queue for an hour for that.
2: This is what, yeah, would you sit in your car for an hour?
4: Yeah, I would. I'm craving one at the moment.
2: Right, so you probably heard the news. You know, again, we're inching uh, some good news today about the figures are, have been fairly low. The lowest figures since we've had since since March, right? So we're heading in the right direction. Curve is being flattened, uh, all because of your stellar efforts uh, over the last couple of weeks and months. Stellar, frustrated efforts, but nonetheless starting to pay off. We've unlocked phase one. Um, and then on Wednesday, McDonald's are set to reopen six drive-through and delivery-only locations in, uh, in Dublin. I'm on uh, mcdonalds.ie. the moment on their official website looking for it but they don't have as of yet any specific uh, shops or drive throughs that'll be open and they don't have any locations that are open as of yet so um, if anyone knows if anyone has any insider information I presume they will announce this tomorrow so the last statement they put up was last week from their head who's the head Paul Pomroy, who is the CEO of uh, Ireland and uh, the United Kingdom so he said um, there's going to be six over here trialed and then after a week or so all going well the rest of them will be opened on a drive through and delivery basis only um, but a 30 euro cap per car <laughs> i mean that's
4: can't in fairness be buying for the whole family
2: in fairness though right when have you ever spent more than 30 quid on a mcdonald's
4: no i haven't but you'd only usually be going well i would anyway with one other person anyway so yeah true yeah i suppose I, if you have a
2: family would you be spending more than 30 quid you
4: probably would though yeah
2: And is it a case of then if you have like two cars at home and you've got kids, the the mom and dad are going to have to go out separately to get enough food for the whole family? Like, is is 30 quid not, if you went on a total euro saver menu though, would you not get like a ton of stuff on air for 30 quid like?
4: You would, but I think if you had two or three kids, you're just going to have to pick your favourite one. (laughs) You know? (laughs) <laughs> oh, you them, you? Yes, oh, you could use that to bribe them, couldn't you? Yeah. Oh,
2: you could use that to bribe them. Now, listen, don't do that. Now, you won't be getting any mac. Okay, I hate you. Happy days. Um, right, oh, hang on, hang on. The time, the time, the time, the time.
3: Somebody call now
2: it is, of course, uh, 11 minutes past nine. So, of a Monday at 11 minutes past nine, we invite you to come on and shred anything or anyone that has been annoying you or frustrating you today over the last couple of days. Now, because we're not in the office without a shredder, good news is I have the fire here beside me because I'm broadcasting in the front room. So, I have the fire here beside me, the matches and the light are ready to go, and the paper good to go. So, if there is anything that has done your head in today, or you're just frustrated, or you want to vent, maybe someone that you're living with is just doing your nothing, but you don't want to obviously go mad at them because that'll just make the living situation even more difficult but let us know what it is what would you like to have burned burned in flames here this evening 0876797104 and we will gladly oblige it for you and you can think of it as a a um, a ceremonious kind of a ritual where it'll get rid of the negativity from your life all you have to do is come on and bitch to us and vent to us about how annoyed you are with a certain thing a certain person a certain situation 0876797104 anything in particular off the bat here before. There's two things. Moaning.
4: One is just making me so sad. So, you know, I've been putting up pictures of my horrible nails that they're in bits and all the rest of it. Yep. So, of course, I, I tagged the lovely girls who do my nails up the road in, in a beauticians, and that lovely beauticians had to put up a post yesterday saying that they're shutting their doors for good. Oh, no! Yeah! I'm devastated. It's awful. So that's awful news. So, that's another reason why we should... Um, burn COVID-19.
2: Yeah, burn it again. Just burn it to burn the ground. Burn it again.
4: Yeah. yeah. Ruining that's businesses.
2: Uh, okay. Uh, hang, on, hang on two seconds. My lighter is just out of reach. I need to go over here.
4: I want to hear this. Can you hear it sizzling? Don't set your house on fire, by the way.
2: Listen, that would be the crack, wouldn't it? What happened? We were doing a thing for the radio show and now I don't have a home. So, you know, that's fun though. <laughs> um, but listen, we got there in the end. Let me see... Okay, here we go. So let me hear it. can you hear that?
4: I can hear it, yeah.
2: Ooh, Bernie, Bernie and flames, right? That's going up and in, into the fire now. There we go. <clears throat> anything else you would like? Shredded, let myself and Sitia you know this evening. You can vent on us, Mule Troat, in the fire of doom here on room one hundred four. Oh eight seven 087-67-97-104. Is there anything else apart from the nail disaster situation that you've been stuck with?
4: There is. So, uh, my wheels, my car's in bits. You've seen it. I crashed it there before lockdown. Uh, I crashed yeah. into my mum's wall. And so that needs to be fixed anyway. But I think the tires are a bit flat. So, I think they might all need to be done. Yep. Okay. So, that's grand. So, I thought, well, I'm not really driving anywhere at the moment. But, you know, at the odd time I need to go to the bottle bank responsibly, <laughs> which is up the road. Uh, so, I drive there or get into the shopping. So, I went down to the garage to put air in my tires. Okay. Now, in fairness, I didn't know how to do this, so I had to look it up and I watched a YouTube video and it looked nice. pretty simple. So I did it, okay, and I think I was doing okay. But the wo- it was actually a woman that came out from the petrol station shouting. She was like, you're doing it wrong! You're doing it wrong! Which was really embarrassing. There was lots of people, you know, in the petrol station getting petrol themselves and, and just staring and I was like, what? I was like, I'm not doing it wrong. And I did end up pumping it up fine. Well, it looked like it was fine. But because I che- I was checking the other tyres, so I went around my car kicking them to see if they were flat. She thought, well, why are you kicking your tyres? I was like, because I want to see if there's air that needs to be put in it.
2: <laughs> the and, old kicking the tyre gag, yeah.
4: But she took the air thing off me and she was like, let me do it for you. And she just took it off me and started pumping air into my tyres. I didn't want to Now, did,
2: did you deliberately do this so you looked like a, a damsel in distress so someone would come off and do it for you because you didn't want to, like, hunker down and get in at the valve and do the thing?
4: There's one thing, a guy doing it for you, because I kind of feel, I'll, I'll be the damsel in distress. But when a girl comes over and she's well able for this and then she pulls the thing out of your hand, it's a bit embarrassing.
2: You always get this. Any time you go to do any sort of things with your guy, you have somebody coming out telling you you're doing it wrong.
4: <laughs> so there's a pattern of behaviour here. Out.
2: <laughs> there's so there's so much either there's only so much we can blame on society, Sirsha. Now I I'm starting to see my like driving mm. test
4: fourth time. Okay, I'm a full I've a full driver's license. But you you but know you I know and you.
2: now you know how to put air in your tires, correct?
4: Yeah, I know how to do it. So why did she pull it off me?
2: But were you doing right? Like, were you checking, the, the, putting in the correct tyre pressure? Like, what did she... She just saw I, you kicking the tyres.
4: Look, when I saw on the thing... No, sorry, when I was looking at my YouTube video, it was talking about some number I'd look out yeah. for. Now, I just didn't look at any numbers, and I put the money in, and I was just shoving it into the tyre and letting the air go in.
2: No, seriously, you're going to have exploding tyres then?
4: No, but I did it perfect on one of them. You and did not
2: do it down. perfect. How do you know if you did it perfectly if you didn't look at the numbers?
4: Because it was full up.
2: No, how, how up do right. you know if it's full up?
4: Because it's it's not flat anymore.
2: Yeah, but how do you know? You might have overinflated the tire.
4: Well, I don't know what I've done, but it's driving much clearer and better. And were
2: you, were you, you were at one of those ones that had a. It wasn't an old one. It was when you put money in and then can you set yes. the pressure on the buttons?
4: You put a euro into it.
2: Yeah, and you set the pressure on the buttons.
4: No, I just press start.
2: I oh, know you see if you to set the pressure on the buttons. I don't know. Were you in it. like a Circle K? Was that the garage you were in? I
4: was in a Circle
2: K, yeah. Yeah, you just set the tyre pressure on the buttons and then you put the thing in and then it does it for you.
4: Well, anyway, look, I was doing fine and... The
2: more we, we investigate it. now, seriously, it turns out you weren't doing fine.
4: Well, the car looks grand now.
2: <laughs> I'd laugh if you took the Hoover up to the car tyre. Like, what's <laughs> the problem? This is it, isn't it? No? <laughs> uh, ooh. I
4: wouldn't put it past myself. But yeah, but <laughs> Filling
2: the tyres <laughs> up with water, going, they're, they're not flat anymore. Now, happy days.
4: No, burn people. Burn people. This sounds terrible. Burn people who come over to you and butt in when you don't ask for their help. I didn't want any help.
3: Fair
2: enough. I, I, a, I, didn't, uh, go, I didn't
4: go into the shop screaming, "Please help me fill up my my tires." I was trying. And then to then fainted as in front of the car. She just ran out.
2: Well, listen, you're getting breaking. there. You're getting there. There's a couple of places where you can check the tyre pressure. One is inside the, hub, inside the petrol cap that'll show you the pressure or inside the door frame on the driver's side.
4: See, that's too much effort.
2: No, it's not. You just open and look. It's usually like 2.4 or 2.2 and then you 2.2 or like 32 or 34, or whatever it is, PSI, and then you just put that into the machine and then you're good to go.
4: Look, it's done now. It's
2: done now, and sersha is driving a. <laughs> Your car is just going to float away. Sershy put helium <laughs> into the tires of her what car. What are you saying? Now, now
4: that I put too much air in, it's going to burst.
2: Well, overinflating can be just as bad. Yeah, you have a tire blowout going down the motorway, and then you're just dead.
4: Well, I can't go down the motorway now. That'll be bare further nice. than my five k. So I can only drive around the area I'm in. So look, yeah, it's, grand. it's grand. It's
2: well, grand. Listen, we'll, we'll send you on a, a car maintenance course um, when this is all over and we can get back to normality. Anything you would like shredded, 0876797104. Um, can you shred the scumbags who burned down the college in Bell Camp? Yes, we can. And uh, oh, That wow, is, yeah. uh, obviously, it happened, It was it, a week or so, a few days ago, a week or so ago? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Although, I don't know, is this a bad omen, like, burning them because of the fire situation in Bell Camp? But listen, burning who are we to behavior. judge? Burning the bad behaviour, of course. Yeah, there you go. Unfortunately, that's happened a few times at our college, hasn't it? Um, who is that from? Raymond, yes, there you go, burnt, burnt and lovely, lovely job. Uh, I would like to shred, I would just like to shred Call of Duty Warzone for stealing my entire weekend. Uh, if you don't know what this is, it's, uh, it's the online game that your boyfriend or husband is constantly playing and <laughs> they're in a relationship with that now and you have been dumped. But uh, I hate it because, do you ever stumble across something that you would like to be good at but you're just terrible, terrible, terrible at?
4: Yeah, pretty much everything. But hang on a second, you can't say it stole you. you oh, it did, yeah.
2: It's, it's addictive. I've got no control over this. It's just, it's very, very addictive.
4: You could have easily put that down and said, look, I'm not good at this. I'm going to go back to my fiancé now. We're going to watch a film.
2: Hang on a second. My teammates needed me. I was in uh, a quadrant with three of my other mates playing remotely and I'm not leaving them on the battlefield to die, Sish, okay? Where's your honour? <laughs>
4: well hang on if you're bad at the game then they don't need you at all
2: they don't actually need me no
4: To <laughs> be fair but no I think if I was your fiance I would burn the fact that you're addicted to your Playstation
2: and it's only recently I go through phases of grand a week but I'm just I'm trying my best I said you were looking at YouTube videos on how to pump up tyres I was looking at YouTube videos on like how to be good at Warzone so I can't go back and be an embarrassment to the lads because I'm horrifically horrifically bad at this <laughs> to the point where I'm just ashamed of myself so yeah, no, that's, that's getting burnt Okay, that's getting burnt yeah
4: Look, it's lockdown. You have, to, you have to distract yourself somehow.
2: Well, that's it. That's what I'm telling myself. It's important to try a new skill. Uh, Call of Duty Warzone is my new skill, which I'm trying to keep myself ticking over with. But the mother of God, if anyone have listen, if you're a Call of Duty, if you're a Warzone regular and you have any pro tips now on how I can stop being terrible. Although, right, <laughs> I did come, I, I did win, not win. I, the best I did was I came fifth out of 150, right? Because I got stuck behind a wall in one of the levels of the game and I couldn't get out. So uh, everyone else wound up killing themselves, and I just died in the end. But like, I, it wasn't because I was good at playing; it's because I was caught in a glitch in the game behind a wall in an airport somewhere. Anyway, I'm burning that because my life has just melted away, and I've yeah. just uh, been completely addicted to that. So, on, on behalf of myself, I suppose on if your significant other is currently getting engrossed in Warzone, and every two seconds they're like, "Do you want to go for a walk?" Like, no, just just playing one more game with the lads, and then yeah, all right. And then four days later, they come out of a hole with a beard and a stinking. Like, Where were you? Let's just burn that because oh god.
4: Oh, that sounds all kinds of bad and tragic.
2: Yeah, it does. Yeah. It definitely does. Yeah. So listen. Uh, anything else you want burned here this evening? You want to vent about? Let us know what's been doing your doing your head in, as uh, stressing you out. Here's...
1: FM one hundred four is Room one hundred four podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon.
2: We can see you here on Room 104. Still to come for you on the show, uh, if you think monogamy is a thing of the past, you'd be interested to hear from a woman. uh, Alex Sanson is her name. She's going to be on telling you about how she finds it living in a polyamorous relationship. That's a relationship with multiple partners, not just one. Everyone's fine about it by the way, it's not as if they're cheating so uh, what's it been like uh, living in lockdown in a polyamorous relationship and you know would it be something you'd be interested in, she'll explain all the uh, pros and cons to that lifestyle a little bit after 10 o'clock also myself and Saoirse here for our f 104s Mind Your Noggin Day which is this Friday will be uh, telling you exactly what we're going to be doing to try and uh, help raise some funds and some, uh, some awareness, we're doing it in aid of the Jigsaw Charity which is a mental health charity focused on helping uh, young people around the country, they need about a million and a half per year to kind of stay open and to fund and to provide the support services that they do and as you know with most charity drives because they can't, we can't be out in public we can't do gatherings we can't do any fundraising all of that has been kind of uh, put on hold for the foreseeable so on Friday we're doing a Mind Your Noggin Day all the details will be coming out in the next couple of days we'll have surprise guests live performances hugely different day this Friday on FM 104 all to try and raise as much funds and awareness for the uh, Jigs- Jigsaw Charities so myself and Sarah have decided to do something it's fairly big it's fairly uh, uh, it's literally up there. Um, so yeah. we'll give you the details on what we're doing. And we will be suffering for your entertainment and pleasure. So that's the main thing now, right? We'll be physically physically uh, suffering um, this Friday for the entire day. And uh, if you can, if you're in a position to do so, f 104ie forward slash donate. And we'll give you more details on that shortly. Now, though, question for this evening.
4: Yeah, so scientists suggest that most people will do what? Seven times before marriage. Mm-hmm.
2: Again, there's a load of high. i. There's a there's a load of things flooding into my mind, which I'm like, maybe it's not filtered dirt, or inappropriateness like that. So, um, hmm, is it inappropriate no, no, I, or I, filthy? Said,
4: it, it's not inappropriate, but I do think this figure is quite high. I would say.
2: Uh, okay, so you're apparently you're you're going to do this seven times before you uh, get the old ball and chain on. Get that ring on the finger. Get locked down. Get locked in. Forever. (laughs) Let us know what you think it is. That's
4: what I want to know. I want to know, have you done this? Have
2: I done this seven times? Yeah. Oh, God, now I feel a little bit awkward. What? Hmm.
4: I don't think you have. Interesting. Mm.
2: Interesting, right. Uh, You're going to do this seven times before you get married. What do you think it
1: FM 104's Room 104 podcast
2: with Cormac Moore and Saoirse Long. Cormac and Sersha here. Good evening. A uh, quick reminder, you can listen back to the full Room 104 shows over on the Room 104 podcast. So it's wherever you're listening to your podcast from, any of the usual platforms. We're there. You can go subscribe, listen back to the interview separately, and also listen back to uh, the entire shows. So quick text we got in from Jay uh, in relation to the uh, queue for B and Q. Jay, good evening. Thank you for the message. He said, I "Was talking to a friend of mine, and he said the queue for B and Q was like the length of Ballyfermot Road. That was the one in Liffey Valley, which opens at seven a.m. Oh That's a long queue.
4: That's a very long queue. <laughs> wow. Uh,
2: yeah. So uh, I wonder—is—is thing is I wonder, will it be like that tomorrow? Do you think?
4: I think it's going to be like that for a few days. I think come Thursday, people will calm down a bit. I think. Or else it's going to be mental all week, and then the weekend will just be... They'll probably have to close it again.
2: Oh, it'll be carnage in the weekend. Absolute carnage. carnage.
4: Yeah. But this is what happened with supermarkets as well. Do you remember at the start it was just bedlam? You couldn't get near a supermarket. People were robbing all the bread and everything else, and then it calmed down. Now, there's still queues at the weekend, but during the week, it's pretty okay.
2: Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, obviously... You know, they're, they're queuing the queues obviously look bigger because everyone has to be two metres apart and that's obviously a good thing so the longer the queues you know if you're a Karen on Twitter or Facebook and you want to give out about it go mad knock yourself out right? you're not going to do anyone any favors, ah
4: this is disgraceful
2: but at the same time I think like if you're buying things like that they're going to keep you in the back garden for the next two weekends I mean happy days
4: yeah it's true if the, it's going to keep you indoors do you know what just go and get it but like I just wouldn't be arse queuing
2: I know, yeah. I wouldn't be asking you either. And now, because because last week I got the delivery of my big hose, which is now attached wow. incorrectly out the back garden. Uh, so I don't know what I did, but uh, it's one of those we you know windy ones that you can wind up and back. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's broken already. So that's now tangled to bits, and I can, can only like let it out a foot before it gets completely tangled. So I'm going to have to YouTube that one going. How to untangle your hose, uh, which is very inappropriate. And then my, my my the lawnmower I got today. See, everyone's just wants to do a bit of stuff out the back garden, you know. Lawnmower bans. That's what's going to be happening next. So that delivery now, came today. I was delighted.
4: I saw you lifting a tree over the weekend.
2: Oh, yeah, just doing my tree workout, yeah.
4: Just seeing you doing it in some man jobs in the garden.
2: Oh, that's it, yeah. And then afterwards, I broke my back and was down crying in the corner going, oh, my God. Ah. Bringing you, going, oh, yeah, I got my nails done, Saoirse. This is terrific
4: Well, look, I don't know anymore. Everywhere's closed, apparently, but um, yeah. Yeah, if it's going to keep you in your backyard. Get your barbecue and queue up on BAQ and then stay inside again. Yeah, but
2: surely they're doing deliveries as well, I would have imagined.
4: That's what I would have thought. But People are bored. They want to shop. They want to go looking around.
2: Yeah. So we'll keep an eye on all those uh, um, what kind of DIY home home set of places anyway. Uh, the question again, Saoirse, was...
4: The question is scientists suggest that most people will do what seven times before marriage?
0: A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times.
2: Hmm. Uh, is get along it with other partners? Yeah. Let me see this one. There's, is it? <laughs> Mark thinks you will propose to seven other people before you will finally get married.
4: Wow, that's a lot of <laughs> that's a lot of dollar. Like think about my it. M- my
2: my proposed to three other women before he married my mother.
4: No, he did not.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know, what? he thought the ring was so unlucky that he wouldn't get my mom a ring, so he bought her a watch.
4: Hang on a second. Did he? She use got the an engagement watch. Huh? Did he? Did he use the same ring with the other women? Oh,
2: I, oh, I don't know.
4: The, I mean, it would crazy. save you if some money, buying, yeah. If you're buying seven engagement rings or three engagement rings, <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> I, I don't, don't have to go. I'm gonna have to, to find them. that out, yeah. That's a, that's a bit odd. I mean, he
2: jumped there, in the gun there a few times, isn't
4: he? Was there a reason?
2: <laughs> I don't know. I haven't wanted to dig in there, so I keep telling my Mrs. going, "You're number one. I have to go through three others now before I get to the actual proper one." So just be warned. I'll be getting that ring back off you now and buying a barbecue with it.
4: God, maybe you should have given her a watch.
2: I should have. Maybe I should have given her a watch. Might be better. Yeah. Um, so it, it's not proposed. It's not. You're not. You don't propose to seven other women before you. Uh,
4: no. No, seven okay.
2: other women, no way. No. Uh is it that obvious one of um you have uh, this comes in from Claire. Claire, good evening. Uh how are you? See, you said you have seven other serious relationships.
4: It's not seven other serious relationships, but it's it's close. You're not far off. I guess it might come hand in hand with this.
2: Oh, well then um There's a few in and around the same thing. So, listen, what's up in what you think it is this evening? All right. You're going to do this seven times before you wound up banging a ring on it, walking down the aisle, and getting yourself married. What is it? You do this seven times before you actually get married. Uh, uh, 087 6797 104. If you think.
1: FM 104 is Room 104 Podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon.
2: A reminder coming up in about 20 minutes' time, you are going to hear from someone who is in a polyamorous relationship, someone who is in a relationship with not one or two people, but three or four people at the same time. Maybe you think that would be absolutely class, but I imagine the logistics of managing that on a day-to-day or week-to-week basis might be hell. So anyway, if you're not a fan of monogamy, We'll have a listen to Alex Sanson as the girl's name. She'll be on to tell you about her lifestyle and her experiences uh, being in polyamorous um, relationships. And then we'll be chatting to someone a little bit after that from the website (coughs) shipadick.com where you can anonymously send a cardboard cutout of Willie to anyone in the world. So if you work with someone who's maybe a bit of a dick, you you can send them that anonymously and they'll be like, what's going on? Um, Or you can just do it to your uh, mates for the crack. Anyway, so uh, before we do that, we've gotten some answers in for the question. And that was again, Sirsha.
4: The question is: Scientists suggest that most people will do what seven times before marriage?
2: Okay, we've had uh, a good few guesses coming in. 87 Um 104 <laughs> Look at this: Is it uh, you will do this seven times before you uh, get married? Cheat on a holiday. Jacinta, what's happened to you? Has this what? happened seven times to you? Is that Cheat what you do? Cheat on a holiday. As in, yeah, you go on seven holidays before you're married, but you're, you know, you're in a relationship, you're but you're deep. doing the dirt you your missus or your fella.
4: <laughs> that's terrible. People Come don't back. do that, do they?
2: I don't know. According to, I don't, I don't say anything. I'm not saying anything.
4: Okay, well, that's definitely not the right answer. Either, <laughs> anyway. Maybe in Jacinta's world, who knows? Um, um,
2: no. that's not it. No,
4: and it's not dirty. It's not filth.
2: It's um, <laughs> right. This is. Uh, Everyone is basically saying the same thing, right? So, um, seven sexual partners before you put a ring on it?
4: I mean, it's a good guess, isn't it? But no, it's not the answer.
2: That's in from Shane. That comes in from uh, Shane and B. And who else do we have here? Yeah, seven one-night stands from... Um, Jesse, what's the story, Jesse, Evening, how are you? So you all kind of fallen in around there. Um, and the other ones, this one's in from Derek. Evening, Derek. What's the story? How are you this evening? Uh, Derek, is your bingo back on yet? Or uh, no, I don't know. Um, maybe I'm getting confused. Right. Uh, is it fall in love?
4: Is it fall in love? Now, I have not fallen in love. Now, I haven't got married either, but not near seven times. But... It is the right answer. Yeah. Yes. So on average, most people will fall in love seven times with different no, people they before don't. they get married. So seven yeah. times? Yeah, seven times. Now, I guess people are getting married later in life now. So they're having yeah. more relationships. So, I mean, the chances of you having gone out with seven people before you get married is very likely. And uh, you probably love most of them.
2: Yeah, you're not going to love all of them, though, are you? Some are just there to pass the time, aren't they? Just oh, to fill Jesus in a bit yeah. of a gap.
4: <laughs> Maybe all of them for me. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you're like, you know, this, is, this isn't really love. This is more of a relationship of convenience. <laughs> I yeah, get what I want, you get what you want, and the the rent is halved.
4: Exactly, yeah. But yeah seven seven times. times? Could you say you've done that? that? I don't believe no. no. that. No.
2: Now, if she's listening, I've only ever loved one person, and that was her. <laughs> there was no one before. Fourkers. There'll be never anyone after. Uh, no. no. Seven, uh, seven couldn't handle seven no way no. seven how long do you have to be in a relationship yeah that's what I mean like you'd be an emotional mess unless you were of course the, the, the psycho person in the relationship and you're just stabbing everyone in the back as you move on to your <laughs> next victim going hello I love you no I don't uh, uh, and then you move on <laughs> yeah see ya oh, you know you'd be like God. the black widow of relationships that goes around that, that, that's insanely high
4: yeah, isn't it seven times there you go now
2: Okay, has a, if you're listening right, well done, Eric by uh, Derek by the way I should say, or um, well, someone said change your mind. Another guest who's coming in here uh, slightly delayed. Um, change your
4: mind seven times before you get married. Don't <laughs> get
2: married. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, oh, John, you, you got in there a bit late as well. It says you think you're in love seven times. M- maybe that might be it. You, you think you're in love, but you, you maybe you aren't. But if you're in love seven times, if you're listening and you've been in love seven times, can you please let myself and station you know because I. I I would struggle to imagine that anyone in Dublin right now is going to be falling in love with seven no, I just you, you blows don't want my to admit
4: mind admit it like when you're going to marry someone you assume that okay you, you love them you didn't really love anyone beforehand but you did when you were in a two-year relationship you love them at some point I'm just trying to
2: this will have to be really depressing if you're planning on either proposing or in a relationship or getting married or married by the way that you just look at them and realize now that they have been in love with six or seven other people before you you're just yeah, not the have. one you were the seventh or well, the eighth
4: you were the one they married in the end
2: you were the one they settled for and just gave up because they had so much trauma <laughs> and heartbreak they just couldn't do it again they were exactly. just like "Hey, listen I give up you'll do take this shut up now we're legally married <laughs> Grant
4: could not be arsed finding someone else <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah
2: yeah I just it's not love anymore it's just an empty bitterness that I'm trying to ignore for a little bit by going to the cinema on the odd night that's it God
4: you go yeah surprising <laughs> Study there now, but yeah, average. I definitely am not in the average. Although in fairness, I'm not married yet, so who knows?
2: Who I knows? Could, yeah. I could
4: surpass this.
2: Could have six quick fire uh, loves in the next uh, couple of years.
4: Yeah, who knows?
2: Who knows? Indeed. Well, there you go. Been in, here's a message, right? Been in love three times, been in lust a hell of a lot more. Yeah, you see, if, if you're talking about been in lust, it's probably seven times a day that, uh, you know, you're you're in lust with somebody else other than your significant other. Especially now with those slutty TikTok videos that are doing the rounds on Instagram. My God.
4: Well, hang on a second now. How would you know if you're in lust or, in your, or, or you're in love? Like, is there a time frame? Don't even, lust would probably last someone.
2: about 12 seconds, you know what I mean?
4: Yeah, but if you're going out with someone and you say you love them after three months... Is that just lust or is that love?
2: Well, lust would be more in, intense, isn't it? Lust, lust is more that kind of sexual chemistry. Is it? I think, yeah, yeah. I think it is. It's an infatuation. It's not like a a long
4: yeah. thing. Um, i think I'm, lust is
2: more short-term and intense.
4: Because if you, know? you were with someone for three months and you said you loved them, then you could have definitely seven partners before you're, you're married.
2: But are, are you going to be in love with someone after three months? I don't think so.
4: I, some people are. Some
2: people just okay, some people need to put the brakes on then, slow down, <laughs> slow down there lads now before we calm. go doing it and calm down. Yeah.
4: <laughs> there you go.
2: Yeah, well listen, uh, correct and right Derek, well done you um, that is the correct answer this evening um, so well done, thank you for your text as well, if you didn't get it right, but there you go we've all learned something slightly different this evening <laughs> apparently on average you will be in love se- seven times I still find it hard to, to, to believe that or to say that, but there you go, listen uh, still to come on the show after 10 o'clock you're going to hear speaking of love, someone who may be in love with seven people at the same time in mm, a polyamorous definitely. relationship yeah. a polygamous, yeah, so um That'll be an interesting one. We'll be talking to Alex after 10 o'clock. She's in a polyamorous relationship at the moment, in a relationship with multiple people, and everyone's cool. Everyone knows what's going on, um, and she'll be, you know, telling you why she thinks it's a perfect lifestyle for her and that it might be slightly better than monogamy than locking down with just one person. So that's on the way shortly. On the way next, uh, you might have heard the promos running for F1 Mind Your Noggin Day. So this Friday, we're trying to raise as much money as possible for Ireland's leading youth mental health charity. They're called Jigsaw. They run operations around the, in Dublin, but also around the entire country. They need about a million and a half every single year just to keep the doors open and provide the services that they do to the thousands and thousands of young people who avail of their services. And as you know with the uh, lockdown situations providing more stress um, and difficulties at the moment they need more money than ever before and unfortunately can't do any fundraising so uh, we're doing something here on Friday we're changing up the station completely and trying to raise as much funds as much awareness as possible myself and Saoirse have decided on one thing that we'll be doing it's a head-to-head it's a little bit of a race uh, if you want to know exactly what it is and also how you can help that charity we'll be uh, telling you all the details next.